form for morning prayer is found in the handout in the um, in the chat bar. He is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. The Lord hath manifested forth his glory. O come, let us adore him. Together the Pasa Nostrum. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore let us keep the feast. Not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Christ is risen from the dead, and become the firstfruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 30 is found on page 374. I will magnify thee, O Lord, for thou hast set me up, and not made my foes to triumph over me. O Lord my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. Thou, Lord, hast brought my soul out of hell. Thou hast kept my life, that I should not go down into the pit. Sing praises unto the Lord, O ye saints of his, and give thanks unto him for a remembrance of his holiness. For his wrath endureth but the twinkling of an eye, and in his pleasure is life. Heaviness may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. And in my prosperity I said, I shall never be removed. Thou, Lord, O thy goodness, hath made my hill so strong. Thou didst turn thy face from me, and I was troubled. Then cried I unto the Lord, and gat me to my Lord right humbly. What profit is there in my blood, when I go down into the pit? Shall the dust give thanks unto thee, or shall it declare thy truth? Hear, O Lord, and have mercy upon me. Lord, be thou my helper. Thou hast turned my heaviness into joy. Thou hast put off my sackcloth and girded me with gladness. Therefore shall every good man sing of thy praise without ceasing. O my God, I will give thanks unto thee forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
Here begins, I'll read the last one. Here begins the 12th chapter of Daniel. At that time, Michael shall stand up, the great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people. And there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation even to that time. And at that time, your people shall be delivered. Everyone was found written in the book. And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting contempt. Those who are wise shall shine like brightness of the firmament. And those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. But you, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end, and many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. But you, go your way till the end, for you shall rest, and will arise to your inheritance at the end of the days. Here ends the first lesson. I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider have he thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will prepare him an habitation, my Father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war, the Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his host hath he cast into the sea. His chosen captains also are drowned in the Red Sea. The depths have covered them, they sank into the bottom like a stone. Thy right hand, O Lord, is become glorious in power. Thy right hand, O Lord, hath dashed in pieces the enemy. Who is like thee, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? Thou didst stretch out thy right hand, the earth swallowed them. Thou in thy mercy hast led forth the people whom thou hast redeemed. Thou hast guided them in thy strength to thy holy habitation. Thou shalt bring them in and plant them in the mountains of thine inheritance, in the place, O Lord, which thou hast made for thee to dwell in, in the sanctuary, O Lord, which thy hands have established. The Lord shall reign forever and ever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. It begins the 13th verse of the fourth chapter of First Thessalonians. But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Here ends the second lesson.
Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For Thou hast created all things, and for Thy pleasure they are and were created. Thou art worthy, O Lamb that was slain, and hast redeemed us to God by Thy blood, out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and hast made us kings and priests unto our God. Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb for ever and ever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Grant we beseech thee, Almighty God, that we who celebrate with reverence the Paschal Feast may be found worthy to attain everlasting joys through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, who through thine only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, has overcome death and opened unto us the gate of everlasting life, we humbly beseech thee that, as by thy special grace preventing us, thou dost put into our minds good desires, so by thy continual help we may bring the same to good effect, through the same Jesus Christ our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Ghost ever, one God, world without end. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. Our lesson from Daniel uh, this morning is 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 interesting because it has at least 
five points that, that, that are directly either quoted or um, alluded to in the New Testament. First, just a little bit of, of background. I mean, Daniel is historically situated um, with the, those who went into exile in Babylon after, after the Babylonians destroyed Solomon's temple in 586 BC, in, in 586 BC. Daniel was actually among those who were taken to Babylon before that happened. There were early exiles. The people were, were taken there in, in about three different waves. And so Daniel's ministry was over in Babylon. He, um, with his uh, three friends became servants in the royal court and, and their faithfulness to God provides a witness in the kingdom of Babylon. Uh, the famous stories of Daniel in the, in the lion's den where the lions don't eat him, but, uh, uh, because he, he refused to obey the king's edict. Uh, and then his friends were thrown into the burning fiery furnace and preserved from that. Incidentally, um, uh, our morning prayer canticle, we say for much of the year, Benedictus S, blessed art thou, Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. That canticle comes from the song of uh, Daniel and his three friends that they, uh, or Daniel's three friends that they are, uh, that they sing when they're in the burning fiery furnace. Um, um, and, and so we say it as, as a, as a song of sort of, in the trials and fiery furnace of life, we praise God because we know he's going to preserve us through that. But then Daniel had a lot of visions. And and, and so what's interesting about Daniel in the Old Testament is that um, Daniel gives a sense of what the Jewish hope began to look like once the hope that was uh, in the forefront after the Exodus was, was gone. Uh, by that, I mean when... God led Israel out of Egypt, you know, they're going to take them into the land and they're going to live in the promised land and they're going to have many descendants, they're going to prosper and they're going to live happily ever after. Well, it turns out that they went to the promised land, were not faithful to the covenant, and so God kicked them out of the land. They lost the land. And so um, the intertestamental period, that is the, the, the period both biblically after the end of the old, the beginning of the new, and also biblically after the Babylonian exile, uh, the, the things that the contours of the hope that arrive are very important to look at because they inform how the New Testament receives the Jewish hope. And Daniel picks up on a number of things. Daniel has visions that speak to this. It's from Daniel primarily that we get the, the, the full sense of what it means Jesus as the Son of Man Daniel chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. It will be a verse we'll come back to for the ascension. But in Daniel 12, the, the, so there's there's a number of things that are picked up here. Uh, first of all, D D uh, Daniel mentions that Michael, you're, you're the prince, the angel Michael who fights for Israel will stand up. This takes us to Revelation chapter 12, where Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and his angels, and, and there wasn't room found for Mike, for the, the dragon and his angels anymore. Um, Daniel says in this verse, many sleep in, in the dust of the earth shall rise. And when we read Matthew, at the uh, Matthew's account of the passion, um, when it talks about the moment of Jesus' death, the veil of the temple was torn in two, but Matthew goes on to say, and many dead bodies of those who slept arose and appeared to many. It's language that remarkably parallels Daniel's in this passage. Um, then uh, he says that uh, 
many who, who sleep in the dust of the earth shall rise, some to life and some to contempt. This is echoed in John chapter 5, 28, 29, when Jesus says, the hour is coming when all who are in the graves will hear his voice and come forth. Those who have done the good to the resurrection of life and those who have done the evil to the resurrection of condemnation, echoing what Daniel says here. Um, and then uh, two, two allusions to the book. Uh, Daniel's, you know, Daniel's instructed to shut up the words in the book and because you're this isn't going to happen for you. Uh, you just do your you you'll sleep and you'll rise to your reward. And um, in Revelation uh, chapter five, when when John has his vision of uh, there's a book, uh, uh, there's there's um, and no one and he weeps because no one can open the book. The book's been and it alludes to Daniel having shut the book. And and so um, and we find that the, the, the line of the tribe of Judah, uh, Jesus, is worthy to open the book and, and to unfold now for, therefore, both the, the judgments of God and, and, and the, the, the inheritance of God's people. And then so lastly, Daniel mentioned that, that, that those who are written in the book uh, will be delivered. And Revelation in chapter 20 uh, says a lot about the book. All who have written in, in, the, in the book of life will live uh, so, for a very compact verse, there's a lot of allusions uh, to, um, and and I think what what Daniel picks up. Uh, this is a, a topic for a longer study, but because a lot of what Daniel talks about in terms of the resurrection sounds like the very end of time, and and we and what we get in the way that Jesus fulfills these Daniel these Daniel prophecies. In a in a in a real way, but not finally, um, unlocks a little bit of the mystery of the New Testament with regard to the resurrection. Uh, N. G. Wright points this out that the problem is the Jewish people are looking for the resurrection of Israel and her vindication. They weren't really understanding how that was going to be accomplished by the resurrection of one man in the middle of history who would rise, and the way that um, his people would would rise with them in a real way through baptism and faith but not yet fully and finally in their bodies. And so that's kind of picked up here, the way the tension between the ultimate fulfillment when the trumpet sounds and the dead are raised and the way we are now raised with Christ through baptism and faith. So we are now alive, uh, risen from the dead in the kingdom, but yet not fully there. And then our, our Thessalonians lessons, lesson uh, talks about the moment when we will be fully there. Um, and uh, we should note that in Thessalonians, the, the concern in this, in this thing is not like what happens to the dead, are they saved? But the concern in Thessalonians is, is because the early hope is clearly the hope of resurrection, that um, those who believe in Christ, uh, death will not hold them, but they will be raised from the dead when Jesus comes. Um, the fear was that those in the first century who had died had missed out on that. The idea Jesus is coming, he's going to raise the dead, and that if you died and you're, you, you somehow had somehow missed that opportunity. So he's, St. Paul says, don't be, don't be ignorant about this. Um, uh, God's, God is, is those who, um, are asleep to, to take the larger Pauline teaching are resting in Christ. And when he comes to complete the new creation, he will bring them with him. The dead in Christ will rise first which gives the, the, you know, the priority, as it were, to the elders uh, 
And then those whoever's living when Jesus comes will experience the resurrection in a kind of spontaneous way. The, the transformation will come uh, as um, as uh, Corinthians says in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at, at the last trumpet. And now the, and, and there's here also that this, this idea that the resurrection is the Christian hope. This really speaks against the idea that our hope is we die and go to heaven and that's kind of what it is. Um, Dying and going to be with Christ is intermediate. It's, it's life in Christ does not end, but it's not completed until the fullness of life in the body is restored. And that's Old Testament into the New Testament. And it's, it's a, a contemporary perversion of the Christian hope to, to reduce that, to truncate that down to just, oh, yeah, we die and go to heaven. That's the end of it. We, we should also, as a final note, note that this is, the passage is misinterpreted by that brand of, of thinking called dispensationalism. They've turned this into what some people call the rapture. But if you look just clearly at this passage on the face of it, it's not the rapture, it's the resurrection. And these people, as the dead are raised and, and then the living are caught up to meet Christ, Christ is not taking them away somewhere to, to, to then so God could do some other thing this is the completion. This is the telos of, of, of our, of our redemption. And again, she Wright has the best image of this. What's happening is that the living will be raised with the dead and all will join the great procession coming into the new creation, into the inheritance. This is the inheritance. Um, Romans eight hearkens to this. The whole creation groans in labor waiting for the adoption. This is the, this is it. This is the restoration, the regeneration of all things, of the creation, as, as the uh, wonderful Good Friday hymn says, uh, earth and stars and sky and ocean were cleansed by the blood of Christ. And so now uh, the new, new creation is completed. And it's really a, a, a done doing to do violence to the overall New Testament teaching to suggest that this event will happen. And then the church will just go away and the earth will continue on in some other way. It's just to, it's to import a completely foreign motif into what the New Testament says about this. This is our hope, the resurrection of the body. And though we may die before it happens, uh, we're waiting for it to happen and for the, to, for the uh, for fulfillment of life in the body and life together in the body, enjoyed in the new creation. So a few extended thoughts about today's lessons. The form of intercession found on page 11 of the handout. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time.
comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed. And grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy, in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Good to pray with you all this morning. Good to be with you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Have a great Thank day. Thank you. Everyone. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Bishop. Bye, Bishop. Can say bye to Deacon Bob. Bye, Deacon Bob. Well, good. Have a wonderful day, my friend. You be good for mom and dad. Thank you. Thank you too. Okay. Okay. <laughs> See you later, buddy. Bye. This is mom. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Hi there. That's just making me. That just made my day. Thank you. Oh, of course. <laughs>